Today's podcast isn't about somebody crushing it on Amazon. All today's guest has done is figure out a way how to use social media to reach 2 billion people with only a $10,000 budget. Say what? Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Serious Sellers Podcast by Helium 10. I am your host, Bradley Sutton, and this is the show that is BS-free and it's completely unscripted, unrehearsed. It's an organic conversation about serious strategies for serious sellers of any level in the e-commerce world. And today I've got my good friend, Wilfried here, who is going to be giving us some amazing strategy about social media. You know, unlike a lot of my other guests, you know, Wilfried is, is not a eight figure Amazon seller, but he's a lot higher figure as far as what kind of engagement he gets on Facebook, what kinds of ads he runs. Like, what's that one? I forgot what it was, but but you started. It's usually like in your bio, Wilfried, when you, when you speak at different events. But like, what's that one crazy figure about like how much money you've generated from ads or how much engagement? What was it again? Uh, I reached 2 billion people last year and I did it with a $10,000 budget. So uh, that's, that's the one. That's the yeah, one. That's the one. <laughs> he reached 2 billion people in social media with $10,000 budget. How cool is that? Oh my goodness. Okay. So let's just take it a step back. You know, you and I have, have seen each other, you know, a variety of times, but I've never really gotten like your origin story. That's why I like always like to start out because it's always interesting to me how no matter what per, a person is doing, whether they're a big time Amazon seller or they're a social media expert, everybody has has such a different background. So can you like kind of take take us back in time to when you were, you know, maybe graduating university there in, in Holland? Yeah, yeah. That's actually also a funny story because my first master was actually finance and uh, I worked at a media firm. And I did it almost my whole life. And um, uh, yeah, the last 11 years I was CEO. Uh, it was a media firm. So I also got my bachelor in communications. And it's funny when you are a marketeer uh, that hates to spend money because my financial background, uh, my financial voice always said, oh, don't do it. Don't, don't throw your money away. Find a better way to do it. And that's basically what I did uh, uh, for that company uh, as well as for my own. Uh, um, for four years now, uh, I run different businesses and uh, I now have a digital blacksmith for uh, over one year. I never do anything black hat. Everything we do is white hat. And yeah, there is one. You're a blacksmith, but not a black hat. No, no, no. It's made, And, and <laughs> what I do is uh, maybe you've seen me standing with my whole, uh, uh, how do you say it? My whole gear, tool, kit, that kind of stuff. Yeah, but, yeah. I've seen those. Yeah. I've seen those images. I, I love that marketing. That's great. Yeah, digital blacksmith. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. What we do is TLC and actually sometimes it's TLCC. It's tender love, care and consistency. You have to be there three times a day at least. And you really need to uh, put in the attention that your following deserves. And now what, what inspired you to, to get into this? I mean, I mean, you know, you've been doing a variety of different businesses for, you know, more than a decade, yeah. uh, possibly more, you know, two decades maybe. And then last year, what made you decide like, hey, this is something that, you know, that there's a need in, or what did you see that, that made you pivot to, to this market? Well, that's also uh, funny. And uh, yeah, I don't share um, uh, slides now. I normally, I share that slide. There's a friend of mine, mm -hmm. actually a, a high Amazon seller came to me. He showed me his, uh, his reach and his stats on Facebook. He said, I pay $7,500 for my marketing agency. 
I spent three and a half thousand dollars in ad spend and I don't see anything in return. I said, well, let me take a look at your numbers. And I I took a look at these numbers and it's all, if you go to Facebook and you click on the reach, everything is paid, then it's dark orange. Everything I saw was dark orange. So he he didn't have any engagement at all. And that means that you basically putting your your message in people's faces. eh? You need to be there uh, on the organic way, I always say. They need to like you. They need to love you. And if you're only doing salesy posts, that's not something people like. So I said, well, make me an admin, and I will show you uh, the different way. And my first post on that account reached more people for free than he did for a whole month before uh, in a paid service. And I have uh, five Shopify stores. Uh, I also was an Amazon seller. It's also a funny story. I like to be in control. And normally when I'm on stage, uh, we saw each other also in New York. I always ask the question for Amazon sellers. And don't get me wrong, I I love Amazon. I don't want to disrespect them. But I like to be in control of my business. So my question is always to the audience, who of you uh, are in control of their business? And nobody will raise his hand. And if someone does raise his hand, he's mine. Because if you sell on Amazon, (laughs) how beautiful it may be and how much money you can make, you're never in control. They can kick you off tomorrow if they feel like it. And uh, you're not in control of your clientele. You're not in control of, your, of their website itself. You can pixel people. Eh? The money is in the retargeting. And um, yeah, that's scary for me. So I got my Amazon store up to six figures in six months or so. And then I got an email saying, hey, your account is in jeopardy because you got a one-star rating. And I thought, well, I'm not going to lose any sleep over a business that I can wake up to and it's gone. And that's why, um, uh, yeah, basically with the friend of mine came to me and say, hey, can you look at my numbers? Then I thought, well, maybe I should start a digital agency. And um, yeah, there are a lot of scammers out there. Eh? The, my, basically my whole agency model, uh, yeah, there are so many idiots out there that charge $10,000, uh, don't do anything for two, three months. They got the money in and they're gone. And that's not what, uh, yeah. what we are all about. It's it's really building building the TLC. And uh, I always have a slide in there as well. That's for me, social media is like a field of flowers. Yeah? You put in the seeds, you give them water, love and attention, and it will blossom into a, a nice field of flowers. And as I said, if you do it the, the, yeah, the, the correct way, yeah, it's so rewarding because yeah, the future belongs to those companies who are willing to invest in real-time one-on-one interaction. We have a client now. We reached 12 million people last week for free. We had a, we had a few posts that went viral. So he, so what, what, how does that happen? He just makes a post like on his business page or on his personal page and then people start engaging in it and then they start sharing it. And then, and is that what you're talking about? Is yeah. that what happened? Yes. Yeah. We, we, we post for those clients. Eh? We do, we have a done for you service. We, we, we create those posts. And what happens, the first hour of a post is always very important. And what I see happening a lot as well is 90% of all businesses do it the wrong way. They come to their offices at 9 uh, or 8 a.m. and they think, oh, I need to post something on Facebook, take a picture and put it on. But we get fired upon 3,500 posts each day. And you see that people go online when they got bored at their day job. And that's around 2 to 3 p.m. And then you need to post. So don't post at 8 a.m. Post the correct way. And if you go into your insights, you will see when your audience is online. And when you post something, it will be shown to, let's say, 100 people. 
if nobody interacts with it, it's gone. It will never see the light of day again. Yeah. And if, let's say, 10 people like it and share it, and Facebook thinks, oh, this is probably amazing, let's show it to another 100 people. And then, again, if 10 people like and share it, it goes to 500, 1,000, 5,000, 25,000, then... Yeah, then you will you can go viral. But did you have an example? Uh, can you think of some? You don't have to mention names, but but somebody in the last few months, you know, they they knew they were, you know, let's say they were doing ten thousand dollars a month in revenue on Amazon, and, and they weren't really running Facebook ads, and they didn't add any products, they didn't change their Amazon PPC. All they did was added a YouTube campaign, or they added a ManyChat campaign, or they added a Facebook campaign that that you helped them with. And, and how did their bottom line increase? Like, can you think of any examples of like cool stories? Yeah, we, we have some clients. We saw that it doubled. We also have clients uh, uh, that we saw that the ranking was uh, somewhere on, on uh, the 14th uh, spot. And we got them to number one by leverage, uh, not only social media, but also press releases, for example. Uh, it's, a, it's a combination of all. Uh, you cannot only do Facebook and think, oh, and now, we're, now I will be amazed. Uh, it, it, it's a play between Facebook and Google, uh, and, and if you have that up and running, and then the messenger bot for your communication, then you really see see traction going on. And uh, yeah, we have seen amazing things that um, uh, yeah, clients of ours are now uh, Amazon's favorite, for example, eh? or uh, or rank number one because we're basically leveraged the total package of social media. You can do rebates combined with press releases combined with social proof and social stories and um, yeah that tactic together yeah that's actually amazing so you, you cannot just do an instagram account for example that's that's not enough right? it's uh, being out there at least three times a day and that's why i say you own a newspaper uh, the newspaper uh, is there every day yeah well not on sunday but at least online you can also get the news yeah? and that's, that's the downside of it. Eh? It's a lot of work. But uh, if it really works, companies double their profit. And another important story, also uh, a good story to tell, is um, uh, we had a client and his Amazon store was for sale. Uh, but uh, he wanted to leverage the whole social media package first. So we, we uh, created an Instagram account, a Facebook account. We created a website with a Shopify blog on it. Uh, we start promoting his keywords. And uh, he was about to sell his, uh, 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 his Amazon uh, business. But because he created so much more value with the messenger list and, uh, and a, a good Facebook account and that kind of stuff, he got almost twice the price that he initially thought he would get. And that's also why I promote doing a lot of things outside of Amazon because that's tangible. Eh? You can say I have an awesome Amazon listing, but yeah, again, if they kick you off tomorrow, we don't have anything. But if you combine that with a huge email list, a huge Facebook account, a huge messenger list, an Instagram page, a YouTube channel, all those things, you create more value. And uh, yeah, that's yeah, that's that's the power. And yeah, again, what I love most about it, it's free. Eh? It's free organic traffic. Of course, you need to do a little bit of ad spend. But uh, for uh, one uh, awesome story I also like to share a lot is uh, we got one client and within a few months, we got him 900,000 clicks to his website. And uh, our uh, CPC was 0.005 cents. He paid $4,500 for 900,000 uh, clicks. And we pick and choose the audience. Eh? And how did we do it? 
again, quality content. We posted five blog posts a day. It was a lot, but we got a 1 million page view. So, so yeah, it's definitely worth it. And then we do an engagement mm. ad on those blog posts because we, we, we want to uh, not rig the system, but we want to uh, let the algorithm work for us. And everything that doesn't have a CTR, a click-through rate of 4% or, uh, or more, we kill the ad because then it, that, that doesn't make any, uh, any sense uh, running them. And we saw that if we run around 10 to 15 of those campaigns, again, it's quality content because it's more than 4% click-through rate. And if people love to, mm. to, to read that article, Facebook doesn't want your money. And we run those ads for sometimes $3 a day. And it's amazing that you then can just get 900,000 clicks and you hardly have to pay for it. And don't do anything clickbait here. That has to be a real story. It has to be quality again. Yeah. It's, it's all about value. And if you do it that way, you send people to your website, Google picks up, gives you the keywords, Amazon thinks what the hell is going on there. They will rank you number one for it. And if you have your Amazon listings on your website, you send them straight to Amazon. And yeah, if they buy there, then uh, everything falls into place. And that's why I always talk about snowball model. Eh? It's pushing the snowball up the mountain. It takes a lot of effort, a lot of time, uh, sometimes a lot of money. Uh, but yeah, if you then release it, it almost grows on autopilot. And yeah, there's no kicking uh, kicking you off. Eh? The, if you do anything black hat, it's almost like a drug. It will be awesome tomorrow, but the next day it's gone already. <laughs> and you have to find yeah. something else. And if you do it this way, if it grows on autopilot because p- people love what you're doing, and that's also a mistake. A lot of people talk about, uh, I have 100,000 likes. I don't care about likes. I care about engagement. And it's also a funny story. We had one client. He said, yeah, but I don't care about engagement. I said, but we need to be engaged before you get married. Eh? And that's what this is all about. That's <laughs> seven steps of marketing. Maybe they never heard from you. Uh, so they will definitely not buy from you. But if you <clears throat> show them quality content on a regular basis, they, they feel the trust, they feel the engagement, uh, especially when you also reach out. And that's also one tactic we do. If someone likes your post, you can click on the likes and then you can invite them to like your page. And that's the fastest way to grow. Because again, if your second and your third post is as high quality as your first, people say, oh yeah, why not? And what happens then, every time they go to Facebook, Facebook shows your post first because they love what you're doing. Eh? They, they keep on liking and sharing your stuff. And if someone likes our posts, we literally go in and let's say uh, Bradley liked my post. I go in and say, hey, Bradley, thank you so much for sharing our post. And what happens then is that, I'm not sure if you will do it, but a lot of our, our clients they they say, hey, this is amazing. This brand is actually reaching out to me. And they say, oh, uh, uh, in this case, for me, for example, Digital Blacksmith, thank you for the enlightenment. And two things happen there. One client of yours is happy because you reach out, but the algorithm also see that there is a questionnaire. You start to interact and you give them uh, a quality feedback. And everything online is measured. Eh? They know exactly uh, what you're doing. And for example, if, if a, a post goes viral, there are more than 100,000 factors in play to, to, to show uh, if your post will go viral or not. And uh, yeah, it's, I, I've never seen the inside of the beast for Facebook. <laughs> I heard a funny story that actually they tested artificial intelligence and 
they they plugged in two computers and they created their own language so they pulled the plug it's it's actually almost mm. even scary if you know those big algorithms uh, what they are doing with you but yeah for yeah. us as marketeers it's amazing eh? and I, I like to give a uh, give away a few free tools as well one thing you want to do is uh, how do you rank for your keywords on Google and not on Amazon uh, use a tool called serpstat.com, S-E-R-P-S-T-A-T.com. Uh, you can also put in your competitor, and I'm not affiliated to any of those tools. Eh? There are free tools, so uh, just use them. Uh, I use them on a daily basis uh, multiple times because then, uh, uh, yeah, you see what actually Google is ranking you for. You can also see what a competition is doing. You can even see... Uh, it's kind of like Helium 10 Cerebro for, for yeah. Amazon is, uh, is this tool for Google. I didn't even know that existed. That's yeah, cool. Yeah, it's a very, very cool tool. And uh, you can also see uh, people say, yeah, but I need to write blogs. What, what, what should I uh, uh, write about? Well, go, go find your competitor, throw them in that tool. And if you see that they have an article where 500 people look for, then uh, maybe it's time you write an article of that you're on your own and never copy it, of course. You can use 50% of the text eh, and credit your uh, original uh, uh, content owner. But uh, yeah, use a topic like that. Go to Google Trends, for example, and find out what's going on. Yeah, another important tool, of course, you have your Google ones, eh, Google Analytics and Google Search Console. But another important tool is uh, GT Metrics, <coughs> GT and then uh, M E T R I X.com. It's also a free tool. There you can measure your speed. And your website needs to load within three seconds. And I always have uh, one of the Fortune 500 companies in my presentation. It's a Dollar Tree. That website, so you can check it out on GT Metrics. If you put in the dollar3.com, it takes 11 seconds for the site to, to load. And uh, they will never be ranked number one uh, for anything because uh, people don't want to wait 11 seconds. Eh? Our intention span nowadays yeah. is lower than a goldfish. Eh? The goldfish is uh, bored after nine seconds. We as humans now, we have only eight seconds before we want to do something else. And uh, yeah, that's uh, that's ridiculous. Well, what's the first step though? Like uh, some of these are, or, or you have one more tool? Yeah, one more tool. Yeah, give me one more tool. because, And then I want to take it back to like uh, kind of like the beginning step. So go ahead. What's the other tool? Yeah, the other tool is uh, seotesteronline.com. You can, again, put in your URL and also your competitors and see how Google actually looks at your website. And that will give you an SEO uh, rank. And um, <clears throat> yeah, the beautiful thing about my job, when I talk to potential clients, I just saw, uh, show those three tools and uh, how they perform. And uh, yeah, then I'm, I'm done pitching. I don't have to pitch uh, anyhow, because if they see a score 10 out of 100, yeah, I don't need to tell them how important it is that it should go up. Eh? If they see yeah. that the website uh, takes 12 seconds to load, yeah, I don't have to tell them that's that's horrible. Eh? And uh, yeah, that's the best way uh, to do it. So uh, yeah, use those tools. Okay, now going back to Facebook just for a second. Absolute beginner, somebody has a you know up and coming Amazon store. I would assume step one is to create a Facebook business page. Is that the first All step right. that you would recommend? Yeah. yeah. Okay, and, and then uh, you mentioned it briefly before about the uh, you know value, value, pitch or value, value, value pitch. Can you elaborate on there? Because that's kind of like, or maybe it's even a step before this, but how do they build the audience? Which is first? Do they start doing the value, value pitch things or, or, or do they work on their building the audience first? What's the process like after creating 
step one, the business page? Well, there is actually a step before uh, creating the business page and a lot of business owners actually skip that process. Uh, go find out what is useful in your niche, what's interesting, what, what do people like to mm. read, what's relevant, what is your persona? Because if you create your personas, people that are buying from you, and you know what the problems are, you know what they love to read, you know where they uh, get gets them going, then you need to create a planning, <clears throat> create a strategy, objectives, targets, activities, what are you going to do? And create a content calendar. Eh? A lot of people, especially business owners, were so busy. And if you have to post on Facebook every day, you think, oh, my God, this is never going to work. So create a content calendar. I always say make yourself a little mad on Sunday morning from 8 a.m. to 10 a.m. and post all your content. You can schedule everything for the next week. And uh, then you have a lot of peace of mind. Eh? And you can do it in a few hours because you, in the beginning, it will take a little bit more time. But uh, you can just curate content. Eh? Go, go find on Instagram, go find on Google. Be careful, of course, not to use pictures that are protected eh? or have a logo in them or are from Getty images. Those are the worst. But yeah. a, a lot of them you can just uh, use as curated content. And uh, before you start actually posting, you want to know what you're going to do. And if you know what's useful, interesting, trending, and relevant in your niche, then it's so easy to post because <clears throat> uh, I want to post three times a day. My first post is useful. My second post is interesting. My third post will be trending. And my fourth post will be relevant. And my fifth post will be a sale. And if you keep doing that and you find out what actually people get, uh, what, what gets them going. And normally I share that always uh, uh, on a live call. Uh, I was on stage in San Diego and I said, well, you, it's easy for you because you already have big pages. I said, well, drop me a niche. Uh, I will uh, create a page here on the fly and I will show you how to do your first posts. And they throw uh, patriots at me, yeah, the American. And mm -hmm. I just Googled and I found the post and it said, uh, didn't win the lottery. But I did wake up in the best country in the world. And that's kind of like of the same thing with the American flag in it. It was just a meme. And that's something that's, that, that's interesting and it's useful. It's relevant for your audience. But it mm -hmm. also uh, is emotional. And if you post something like that, uh, people uh, will share it, especially the proud patriots, of course. And uh, I got two and a half million people. Uh, I reached them on that page. And, of course, the first post you need to do a little engagement ad on it and never click the boost post option. I always go into your ad manager. The, the boost post option, we call it the vacuum method because you say I have $10 and the vacuum says, thank you very much. Here's a bunch of people. <laughs> if you do it via the ad manager, you can pick and choose your audience. So you can be a little bit more careful. Uh, placements always, and I'm a little technical now, but only do the Facebook feed. But uh, uh, that, that's the best way to do it. So if you put a, a few dollars on it, then don't be crazy. And then you will see that people start to interact. They like your post. And then you can, and what I said, you can click on the likes and say, hey, do you want to like my page? And that's how you grow. And I grow that page now, I think, well over 30,000 people. And it's just a test case just for because I was on stage. But my first post actually reached two and a half million people. And... Uh, yeah, that's not a coincidence, but also another funny, funny story because I have a, uh, a client who sells kitchen faucets in Germany. 
Uh, I don't want to disrespect the German people, but they are not uh, known for their humor, and they're not. Uh, and <laughs> Kitchen Faucet is also not a product that uh, will get a lot of traction. But uh, I got them around uh, three thousand likes now in a uh, little over two months, and the process works the same because even with Kitchen Faucets, uh, I'm not handy at all. Yeah, with computers, but not uh, when it comes to the real stuff. If I need to uh, put on a new uh, kitchen faucet, uh, I will blow up my uh, my bathroom. And uh, yeah, if you show people how to do it or new trends in kitchen faucet and all that kind of stuff, people really uh, interact with it. And even yeah. a page like that, it's getting traction now. And yeah, every niche is different, but you build your loyal following. So. Yeah, start in the research phase, then the planning phase, and then start to, uh, to share your content. And yeah, as you said as well, it will give you visibility, brand awareness, and website traffic, and ultimately uh, need to, to, to drive the sales. Huh? <clears throat> That's the way to go. And, and so what, what what's that cadence, though, as far as, you know, the reason that one of the gentlemen that you said was your client was failing, even though he was paying that marketing agency, was just, he was just like kind of putting sales posts. So what's, what's the ratio of, of the value to actual sales posts that, that one should follow? Yeah, I would say 80% value. So uh, if you do five posts, one can be a sales, uh, post inspirational quotes, interact with your fans, very important, balance your post. Eh? Don't do only videos, don't do only pictures and don't do only blogs, mix them up. Uh, create events. That's also a, a very good one. Do Facebook Lives. One of the most popular videos on YouTube are unboxing videos. How strange it may seem, people love that stuff. And if you have a product that needs to be unboxed, just unbox it and tell tell what you're doing and tell how you assemble your product and tell how amazing it is and what not to do and how to uh, sign up for uh, the warranty and that kind of stuff. You can do that in a Facebook Live. Uh, ask questions. As I said, hold a contest eh, or a giveaway, run a poll. And one other very important thing of having a loyal following is let's say you want to do a product launch. And I started with clients as well. They were not sure about uh, the design. So we created four different designs and we asked in our Facebook page, what do you like best, A, B, C, or D? And 90% of all the people said, in this case, we like A best. So you know you can throw away the other three because they will never work. And even the CEO was very in favor of uh, post B. But uh, if 90% of your audience says, we like A, then uh, it will save you so much trouble in the beginning, especially when you launch a product, that you can basically ask your loyal following, what do you think of this product? What do you think of the design? And yeah, that's actually amazing. Eh? They are happy hmm. because they you, you take them for real. And uh, that's also funny. We have one client and they have a following of about three to 400 people. And some, uh, I always want to say joker, they, they, he wanted to talk bad in the Facebook page and literally 200 people jumped on him and say, oh, you're an idiot. You don't know what you're doing. You don't know what you're saying. And that's social proof. Eh? Uh, as a client, you do not have to show anything because... If your clients say you're amazing, and that's almost like going back in the old days, eh? the old days where uh, you ask your neighbor, where did you buy that? And do you like it? And your neighbor says, yeah, this is awesome. Then you go buy it yourself as well. It's social proof that counts. Eh? And uh, we have one client, for example, we use his Instagram page solely for social proof. 
there are only posts uh, on there from clients itself that show the product and say how happy hmm. they are with it. And yeah, there is no powerful way of doing something like that. Huh? That's uh, yeah, that's actually uh, uh, yeah, amazing. So yeah, if you start posting, be funny, be instructive, be authentic, be interactive, and be real. That's the most important thing. So you you say you know you're a digital blacksmith. It's not called a social media blacksmith, and that's because you you also go to other platforms that have nothing to do with social media, like Google. So just you know we're at the end of the interview here, but but just briefly, what I mean, I think that's something that many Amazon sellers might not be taking advantage of or don't know how to do. A lot of them, even if they don't know what they're doing, they've at least tried Facebook ads or, or building a Facebook page for their their audience, but, but what are some, some basic essentials that people should know, or, or some good rules of thumb of how people should leverage Google ads for an Amazon business? Yeah. Well, if you do Google ads, then use YouTube ads also from Google, because the, again, I hate to spend money and that's the best ROI. Uh, uh, and again, the Google ads, they run on your, uh, your website, eh? you get a quality score. And the quality score is based upon how awesome your website is. If you have a horrible website, and in this case, you want to send it to Amazon. Eh? So that's why I say it doesn't make that much sense. But let's say you have your Shopify store as well. And uh, let's say my score is an eight because I have uh, a very good usability. My speed is awesome. Uh, my, my text is awesome. And your website gets a one. You can pay all the way up to $10 for a keyword, but Google doesn't want your money. They will say, we don't want your money. You have a one on your quality score, go away. And that's why, again, promoting value is so important. And in this case, if you really want to start, start simple with a WordPress website, create some quality articles on it, put your products in there, but move them straight away to Amazon eh, because you want to sell on, uh, on Amazon or you start a Shopify store. It's not that, that big of a deal to start a Shopify store. Then you start to rank for keywords because you have quality content. Eh? Your website is awesome. You do uh, YouTube ads to get people again to your website. You leverage social media to get people into the door. I always say content is fire, but social media is the gasoline. Eh? And then really you get your things going. And then the communication part, eh? always have a Facebook chat widget on your website, for example, to communicate with your audience, to do some giveaways. And then you see that the whole... Uh, uh, ball starts to roll, and yeah, that's the best way to do it. Eh? And uh, I spoke awesome. at Amazon uh, HQ in uh, in London last year, and it was all about external traffic. So you know how important it is for Amazon as well. Eh? That uh, uh, yeah, external traffic is in uh, is, is for them also the low hanging fruit, because the more people you send to Amazon, uh, they they sell a lot of. Uh, uh, of stuff, eh? but 50% is, uh, of every online sale is done on Amazon. So that means that 50% isn't on Amazon. So if you sell, yeah. send people to Amazon, yeah, they will love you for it. And that's why uh, you should definitely do some, um, some social media. All right. Well, Wilfred, thank you so much you know, for joining us. Just really briefly, have you recovered from the heartbreak of the uh, Champions League semifinal <laughs> yet? 
yeah, uh, yeah. with Ajax there. Yeah, yeah, everything in America, everybody in America thinking they're going to talk soccer now, but yeah, we're from. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is the serious, this is the serious soccer podcast also, not just the serious seller podcast, but uh, yeah. yeah, that was, that was a, that, that's your team. And both of our countries, US and Netherlands did not qualify for the World Cup last time. So that was a disgrace. So hopefully next time both of our squads will go and then maybe you and I can go and attend. Where, where's the next World Cup is? Uh, I forgot where it's at. Um, yeah, oh yeah, the, you, you may want to skip that one. It's in Qatar. Eh? Let's, don't talk about uh, oh, the, the, the okay. FIFA and uh, how they did it, but uh, it will be 45 yeah. degrees. But Well, uh, maybe we can go and work out something with the, the new Amazon UAE that just opened up. Uh, maybe we can yeah. find some way yeah. to make it a business trip too. But anyways, if people want to contact you, not for going to soccer matches, but if people want to contact you for help with their social media, how can they find you on the internet? Yeah, they can go to uh, uh, bit.ly slash free discovery uh, hyphen call, or they just go to digitalblacksmiths.io or send an email to wilfried at digitalblacksmiths with an S dot IO. And uh, yeah, other than that, uh, hook me up on Facebook or whatever. And uh, yeah, I'm all about uh, sharing and caring. Eh? It's, uh, and that's why I, uh, yeah, I love to to speak as well as, as sharing my knowledge. And um, yeah, I, I don't hold back. I hope you saw it as well. Yeah, love there's it. so much to go around. There's so much abundance in this world. And I'm also a true believer of the law of attraction. I surround yourself with people that can push you forward. So anyone listening to this podcast, you're amazing because you need to spend 10 to 20% per day on personal education and listening to podcasts like these are so important. And of course, using awesome tools like helium 10 because uh yeah you need those as well eh? it's uh it's not something you can do without it's it's shaves decades into days i sometimes say eh? if you use the right tools if you know what you're doing and if you are prepared then uh it's the extra step amongst your competitors so uh, take it from there all right well thank you very much for the insights you gave us and we will definitely want to talk to you next year as well. See, see what kind of cool stories you, you brought us a lot of cool stories from your clients and be interested to hear some, some more cool stories of what 2019 and, and 2020 bring for you. So we'll, we'll see you later, Wilfred. Quick note, guys, don't forget that regardless where you are listening to this podcast, whether it's on your iPhone or on Stitcher or on Spotify, that you hit the subscribe button so that you can be notified every time we drop a new episode.